right now, boys and girls. We want to introduce... Please allow me to adjust my pants. Woo, woo, woo. Adults, please. Adults, please. Turn it up. Run. Run as fast as you can. I'm gonna give you what you need. Get ready for BAM Radio. Let me do one more time. Is Radio BAM? Fucking idiot. What the hell am I talking about? It's Radio BAM. And now... And now... Here's BAM. Here's BAM. Serious Faction 28 Live from Texas Houston that is Bam Margera We are live at a bayou in Texas right now We got Rab himself We got Heroin Novak A.K.A. the Dream Seller And we have Brandon DiCamello himself and uh, Don Vito can't be here because he just got heliported to a hospital from the bayou because uh, of his bleeding ulcer. It's, it's, it's a nonstop situation here. Um, he drank 30 beers and, uh, you know, every night, and, and he just he goes straight to the hospital. It'll catch up with you. It'll catch up with you. <laughs> It'll catch up with anybody. I don't care who you are. But uh, but you know what's so great is usually it's heroin as Novak here that's uh, shooting dope and sent back to Baltimore. But this time it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you later, Novak. But in the meantime, uh, this trip has been great. We're going back to Philadelphia tomorrow. And... Uh, just the stuff we've been doing has been so good. First of all, Don Vito's luggage I threw to the alligators. I taped chicken wings to the suitcase so the alligators hammered it down at the hotel. Oh, the alligators take off with a suitcase. Vito's freaking out. We're trashing the bayou. Oh, my God. And the people here, like... It's so insane because we walk into a club. What was the club that we went to? It wasn't even a club. Bangs. It was a place called Bangs. We walk into a. It's in this like. Spanky's with pink letters on it. Perfect definition of a roadhouse bar. We go into a place called Spanky's and there's five people in there. As soon as we walk in, they all hop on their cell phones and 30 minutes later, there's about 75 people there all freaking out because like. The, because Novak's getting down and dirty butt naked with us. <laughs> Besides the fact that we're filming the show there and everybody wanted... It was like, it was the talk of the town, absolutely. And uh, Novak wound up naked wrestling Joe Franz, one of our cameramen, and Franz uh, poured hot sauce all over his uh, pecker, among other stuff. And then he wound up with a girl that night, and uh, they had fun with the uh, hot sauce on his... What happened, Novak? <laughs> Try to be yeah. try to be easy about about uh you know would you like to hear the story? I'd like I, to hear the story, but use nice words. Yes, I'll, I'll be very nice. You know, use nice people out there. Tell us about. <laughs> tell us about when when, <laughs> when your dick was burning. How did you cool it down? Well, well, let me tell you, let me let me tell you how the whole fiasco started and escalated from fiasco there. Fiasco Fiasco. <laughs> fiasco. Real quick, listeners. Fiasco later turned into fiasco. Fiasco. <laughs> Tell the story. Okay, I'd love to. So um, I see, I see Joe Franz, which is the ugliest guy in the world, kicking game at the bar to definitely the ugliest girl in the bar, right? Now um, you couldn't let it be, could you? I can't let that happen. If I'm not getting lucky, he's not getting lucky. Should I go interrupt this good time? And you say? 
I don't remember what I said. Of course you said, I should. Why would it be any other way? Okay. Okay. So I drop trowel. <laughs> I walk up to him completely naked. Oh, I, <laughs> I walk to him completely naked. I have a shirt on which covering the uh, privates of my body. And I woke up to him like I want a shot. His hands are by his side. But first you put your arm around that beautiful girl that was right next to him and the girl that he was talking to. Yes, and said, you're going to come home with me, love, because we should get married and I need you in my life. And then, and then she goes, well, you can thank my mom right there. Yes, the most awkward position in my life. I go to the bar and kick game to two beautiful girls, not knowing that one's the mother and one's the daughter. They tell me, and I say, huh, love, I, I, I'm sorry, man. This is just fucking awkward, and I'm going to go to the corner now. <laughs> so, so Franz is kicking game to the mother. Milf she is, but not really because she is hideous. But the daughter was hot, so um, I go and I put my arm around him and I just gently slide up on his side and put my privates into his hand. He looks at me and goes, berserk, right? <laughs> Who so, wouldn't? <laughs> I thought it was normal at the time, you know, if the price is right, whatever. <laughs> if the price is right. So, so anyway, Franz didn't like it very much, so these guys are wrestling around in the bar and, and Novak is completely naked. Photos photos snapping everywhere and being we're like on a bayou there's always like all these hot sauce and like cajun seasoning all over the place so franz grabs all this like hot sauce chili pepper stuff and pours it all over his balls <laughs> i think i think it's winter the time and pay no mind to it three minutes after i'm wrestling bruises from head to toe i get up and i am burning like i just had sex with the dirtiest girl in town. <laughs> Times a million. But then somebody had the brilliant decision to bring you a glass of milk, so you just sat in the bathroom for 30 minutes with, with a cup of milk, with your with your pee-pee in a cup of milk. My pee-pee was in a cup of milk for 30 minutes while, while, while Bam, Raven, and DiCamello here invited every girl in the bar to come see what was going on. So they walk in the bar, and I'm just chilling in a cup of milk. That possibly could have been the most entertaining night of my life, I think. That was most hilarious. And, and, and this is the icing. This is the dessert to the main meal right here. I'm going to tell you now. A girl comes to me. I love you, Novak. I need you in my life. Well, no more of small talk. Let's go to the bathroom and work this out. <laughs> work out what? The hot sauce? Well, with that, yeah. So, He's getting there. So, so I'm covered in hot sauce. I'm burning. I can't even stand still. I'm ready to go back to the hotel and watch. Nice words here. Nice words. <laughs> and um, I go to the, hot, to, to, to the bathroom and bring this nice young lady with me who decides to... Um, taste the hot sauce from my body. That was perfect. Yeah. All right. Now everybody understands you said it nice and uh, she cleaned the hot sauce off your body. Completely. What Meanwhile, go ahead. Uh, I don't understand. What, what part of the body? Oh, man. Oh, please. Uh, well, don't go there, Deco. No. <laughs> You're trying to get me fired here. But I've never been hired, so I can be fired. <laughs> I know, it's true. You haven't had a job a joke. in 10 years. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have, you know, let me tell you, I have, now I have $30 in my pocket. Three days ago, I had $50 in my pocket from doing a stunt that um, my friend here, Bam, wanted me to do.
That's the most way I've had in my pocket for two years now. $50. I put Novak in a shopping cart and pushed him in, into the room of his hotel room, which was the ghettoest motor lodge <laughs> I have ever seen. What was it called? The, the, budget, the budget Inn. The Budget Inn, inn in, Orange, Texas, in Orange, Texas. <laughs> the only people that stay there are crackheads and whores. Ew. Right up my... crackhead right there. There was a crackhead while we were in the middle of point. You were in the middle of pushing him in the shopping cart. A crackhead walks out of the door. Cops show up. They're all freaked out. And they get in some truck and drive away. I mean, I don't know about these guys, but that was right up my alley. Yo, yo. Did you know that the first day of filming in Texas, we went to the uh, to the to the set, and um, there was there was a trailer park right there, like in pretty much in the set of where we were filming, and uh, the police show up. We think it's for them, like to guard our safety from fans, but they held these people at gunpoint at the trailer, and they were just like, they asked this lady, they were just like. Is Jim in there? And they're like, no, he's not in there. And then they broke in, and, and Jim was in there. And they both got arrested because the, the lady lied, yes. And the guy was had, like, major warrants. So uh, there's this gunpoint, like, halfway shootout. What? You want to tell can that? I tell my story. I'm gonna t you can tell the story as soon okay. as we play this song okay. because uh, this is a good song, and I'm really psyched on it. And it's from the Rasmus, and it's called Guilty. They're from Finland, and they're good because I got all hammered at this thing called Ruiz Rock. It's a rock festival, and... Uh, they drove me all the way from Turku to Helsinki, so cheers to the Rasmus. Faction 28, Radio Bam. Radio Bam, dang. On. How the fuck do you say it? It's a serious. On serious <laughs> 28. Faction. You're listening to Faction 28. This is Bam Show here live with Bam, Novak, Rab, DiCamillo. You just heard the Rasmus, the song Guilty. And we're in live Houston, Texas. And speaking of guilty, I have to talk about the <laughs> plane from Philadelphia to Texas and that I brought my roommate here. Uh, heroin Novak, who has been on heroin for 10 years, but he's a year and a half clean, so uh, he's been living at my house sober and up, and I've been making sure of that. But uh, in the meantime, when I told him to come over here from Baltimore, he didn't tell me until three months after that he had major warrants that he's been dodging. <laughs> so, so when we get on the airplane, when we land, the, the guy, the stewardess, is just like, uh, uh, Brandon Novak, please report to the front immediately. So I'm just like, dude, I don't know about that. I wouldn't do it. And then they're just like, Brandon Novak, uh, please come to the front. And then what happened? Well, they told me to, well, after they realized that I wasn't coming to the front, obeying instructions, I'm a career criminal, so I know that something's wrong here. They say, um, ring the call light to let us know where your seat is. Why would you ever do that? No, I looked at Bam. Bam looks at me and says, what are you going to do? What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm gonna hide tell out of here, and uh, you don't know me. That's what I'm doing here. The best part was Brandon DiCamello, me. My real name is Brandon. If you guys didn't know, uh, Brandon Margera is my real name. And then we have Brandon Novak. They asked all three of us, like, "Are you Brandon?" And I'm like, "No, I'm Bam." <laughs> and then you just hightail it out of there. And then Novak's just like, "No, I'm Eric Ricks." And then <laughs> So we we hightail out. I, I lose those guys because um, I, I know how to evade police, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm quick to the uh, I'm quick to the luggage terminal, and there's goddamn people at the luggage terminal still asking my name. Man. I know we're at the we're getting our luggage, and there's still people. Are you Brandon? Are you Brandon? We're like, dude, would you leave us be? We need to get on a Give car. It a right break, now. brother. Dude, whatever He's it was. The last guy in the world that knows how to avoid police. Dude, I bet you. I bet you it was a warrant and we're still in Texas how are you getting back to Philly um, I, 
I, I don't even like flying, so I'll be catching Amtrak from here on out. <laughs> I, not that I'm scared, because I don't have warrants, but I just don't like flying. Yeah, that's, that's the reason you... <laughs> it makes sense to me, guys. Yeah, I gotta say, the weirdest thing I see in Texas, I don't know what you guys thought was the weirdest, but when we ripped the sheets off the beds at the filthy motel, people had autographed the dirty stage oh, all yeah. over the mattresses. They wrote <laughs> Betty Love Johnny all over it. I mean, yeah. multiple people did it. Why would you yeah. ever autograph that sick, filthy motor lodge? Like, what would make you even want to autograph that? Like, maybe if you spend a nice night at the Four Seasons, you Who would you want that, to like, know that you were there? <laughs> the thing that sucks, it wasn't even the sheets. Apparently, they had such a wild night that everything came off the bed, and it was just the mattress, and that's where they graffitied up the mattress. But it happened several times. Why would you write it after you saw somebody else splatter It wasn't off? once. It was like eight times. <laughs> and that, the, 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 did you see the television in there? It was like the first Zenith television ever. It was a prototype what when they first, when televisions first came out. That it was still black and white. That thing. <laughs> and, and, and can I tell you how they um made it property of the budget in motel? They took a goddamn Phillips head and a hammer and carved out budget in on the TV. <laughs> it was so filthy in those rooms that we actually took the beds outside and we slept outside and that's where we spent the night. We took the beds out into the parking lot. And we filmed it all too, but uh, and then Dunn was working on this airboat. You know what? What are they called? Yeah, it's an airboat. Airboats. Airboat. It, yes. He was working on an airboat. He started the fan at six in the morning when everybody was sleeping and just blew the TV <laughs> off. Oh, it was the best. And, and I'm not sure, but when when you see the episode, you'll see me waking up, snuggled Devito, and um, I felt a little funny in the morning. I think he might uh, violate me. Yeah, you are into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, Brian, why don't you talk about the um, how we were on the airboat going to the to the deserted island that we were filming at, and then the fans oh, show up in the helicopter. Oh, come on! Now you're making sounds of vodka and pineapple. <laughs> With me and Rabbit doing halfsies all night. Yeah, I know, man. Go order some hookers. You got it. <laughs> you got the number, rehab. <laughs> Yo, okay. Yeah, eighty-seven seven porn bag. No, that's coming up in a week. Our number is eight seven seven porn bag. So if you guys want to get hold of us next week, that's the number. It's it has nothing to do with the show, but it stands out so good, and I love it that I had to pick that. <laughs> okay, so we take these airboats out through the swamp. There's gators. There's water moccasins, not the shoe. There's every, every possible thing that could bite you and be poisonous. Even the snakes have babies to get you. And these little jelly balls and uh okay there's so many kids following us around they jump off the dock swim through the alligator infested waters onto this like beaver dam and they're they're going crazy waving to us they're running through the swamp ampers risking their lives they're, they're, they're out of their mind you and they all ended up filling up jacob the filmer yeah the filmer who was it was out there that was the reason why they went there but like you don't understand like a small town like orange texas if you go to the gas station and you're going to be there for the next 10 minutes there will be about 30 people that just show up from people calling on their cell phones. It's that ridiculous. Like, this is probably the definition of the smallest, like, 
small townville like it has to oh, be. Yeah. this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to orange texas oh, like yeah, just us filming with airboats that's what they said they were going crazy for it they were following us we couldn't shake them we had followers the <laughs> lines of cars followed us we had to speed through gas stations and go out the back entrance and here's to here's the worst part and i felt like an asshole doing it but um we we rented a helicopter to get a helicopter shot of the island we, we were filming on and uh these fans come up in some pontoon boat and they're just like bam can we please get your autograph yeah, man I'm, I'm just like yo get the fuck out of here man get the fuck out of the shot there's a helicopter coming we paid like two grand for this one shot and you guys are in it so we yeah, gonna have, we're gonna have to digitally delete it they're like yo bang come on let's just come in the island yeah, and get a photo it'll only take five minutes i'm like can't you hear the helicopter coming now you assholes you gotta go you gotta go yeah my little bro got your skateboard man i'll beat his ass <laughs> Well, 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 the worst part, Deco is when you were fucking getting naked and doing backflips in the hotel room last night. <laughs> we should talk about that. Right? We'll talk about we'll uh, that, man. Okay. This is the Texas issue, so we'll get to all. Let me talk about the Texas issue real quick. Deco explained to you everything in the winter. So, you know, I just wanted to ride on the on the millionaire's boat here. So him and Dunn pull up, like, yo, Novak, get on our boat. There's alligators, snakes, everything Deco explained. And uh, I'm ready to hop boats. And Grom puts me in, man, like in the water. He pushed you in. He pushed me in. <laughs> that alligator, alligator was on my ass. I had to like hang on to the side of the boat so I didn't get bit. Hey, did you hear what the uh, what the driver said to us? That he said that uh, the 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 little snakes in the eggs are more dangerous than the actual big snakes because if you fall in the water and land on a snake egg, you'll crack open a bunch of eggs and and the uh, the little tiny snake venom. If they all bite you, it's way more dangerous that because they don't know how. To control it or whatever. Yeah, the baby snakes, they just jack you up with all their poison. They don't have to oh, save it. Yeah. And there's been a lot of deaths because of that. People falling on snake eggs. Oh, it didn't bother the kids. They were jumping all over the place. Yeah. yeah. They're dead before they even get onto the boat. That's how dangerous it was. Yeah. I mean, there's snakes on top of snakes on top of hibernating alligators. It's ridiculous. It's how could worst that? thing. Not only the mosquitoes, you can blow out of the air with a shotgun. There's so many of them. <laughs> like a shotgun blast to the head would be safer than jumping in that water. I don't even know how people could even, like, make a rope. Because there's rope swings at the island that we're at. Like, dude, why go in that sick swamp? Like, it's not fun. It, it's Who wants to risk it? Why risk, why risk a snake? Why risk a moccasin? Why risk a, a mullet? Why risk an alligator? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Let's just go to the deep end of the hotel pool. I would think. No, man, you were risking it like Tarzan today on that rope swing. He was drunk. Oh, yeah, I, I had some vodka and pineapples. It just gets it over. All right, well, listen, I'm going to play a song from Placebo because they're from Scotland and I really like it. So that was Placebo sleeping with ghosts, and this is Radio Bam on Faction 28 Serious Radio, and this is the Texas episode because we are in Texas as we speak, filming on a bayou. I got Brandon DiCamello with me, I got Rab himself, and I got Heroin Novak, and we're filming a Viva La Bam episode, which will be out soon. But now I'm going to get to the worst experience of my life, which is the bullfrogs. I'm co-signing that. Yeah. So, um... We slept on this island, we had these tents, and we had a little fire going that was totally worthless, but that was the only thing keeping me sane from the mosquitoes. But uh, 
They're like, all right, we're going to get a shot of you guys sleeping in the tent. So, um, and then asshole Glom actually said, I'm going to cut a hole in the top of your tent. I saw that. I'm going to cut a hole in the top of your tent so we could put the camera in there to film you guys sleeping when you're asleep. And they said, so, yeah, I believe, I, I, I believe I, every word of it. Man. But I was like, man, that's an awfully big hole. Like, you could fit the camera in, yeah. like, way easier than that. So, like, we're sleeping for about 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, uh, the ca I see the camera in the filming in the hall. I'm like, all right, so they're filming in the hall. Cool. So then they go, all right, we need to get one more shot. These ass holes come up with 20 bullfrogs, one foot big, literally, Easily. buckets and buckets of bullfrogs. Oh, about 40 to 50. Sick. They dump them in my tent, and if you don't know, I hate reptiles with all my heart. Like, snakes are the worst, bullfrogs, anything slimy and gross, I can't stand. Do a bullfrog, Brent. <laughs> they do for a living so for a living these asshole bullfrogs were just doing that as glom was dumping them on my face i jumped out of the top of that the, the hole that they created so fast and i chased glom and i was like glom i'm gonna punch you in the fucking face so hard and i'm like he ran into the swamp just because he knew that i wouldn't come in there so he dove right in no problem yeah and then I was like, uh, I was like, did Dunn help you? Did he even carry a bucket? Because if he did, Dunn, you're getting punched in the ball so hard, like you are not going to be able to kids after that. <laughs> so, uh, like, I act like I'm over it. Five minutes into it, and uh, I walk up to um, Ape, which was standing right next to uh, Ryan Dunn, and, and I was wiping my face off from the slimy bullfrogs, and I punched Dunn so hard in the balls. Oh my god. Dude, I witnessed it so bad. I saw you creeping on him so bad and he had no idea. He's just all digging into a bag of Doritos. Like, and you just come around like, man, my fate. Boom. And just nailed him so hard. Glom got even worse about 10 minutes later. Um, and that was actually on film and it'll probably go into the show. But, uh... I punched him. I punched Glom in the balls so hard, dude. I felt his ding ding when I punched it. I like, I felt his beanbag to my fist when I punched it. Like it was a direct hit. He, went off his, he goes off his feet. The guy went in the air off his feet and was just groveling on the ground. I think I was on the ground doing something, and I gave him a nice uppercut. Like, dude, like a Mike Tyson fucking uppercut right to his ball bag. Man, oh he felt it. Both of them were on the ground for like at least a minute and a half each. They're, and I meant it. Like, literally a minute and a half, they were laying there like, yeah, 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 it's fucked up. I meant it with all my heart, too. I'm telling you, because, dude, bullfrogs, like, like heavy one-pound bullfrogs landing on your face while you're sleeping is the sickest feeling in, in the world. Ew. And that's the, the reason why I know that he meant it, because I know Bam fairly well, and he was so mad that Glam, the only way Glam could escape him from was running in the water because he knew that he wouldn't follow him in the water. So he had the look of death in his eye when he was chasing Glam. And Glam went to the swamp at nighttime. Like, <laughs> there could have been gators mocking. <laughs> the alligator could have just bit his ankle off. He had no worries about it. He just tried to get out of the way for the fact that he just put bullfrog. He was just scared. <laughs> <laughs> Gator's feet at night. His only prayer is to hope his beanbag gets bitten off so he doesn't have to get punched in it. Because Bam was so mad, so that lets you know how hard he got it. <laughs> oh. That was that was by far the worst experience.
of my life. Yeah, but you stuck them in the tree for like four hours. Oh, oh, I forgot to say. That's the reason why Glom did that to me, is dump the bullfrogs in the tent, because because we were out on the bayou. There was this, there was this nice tree about... Seven feet tall, just in the middle of a swamp. It looked like, just picture a swamp as far as the eye could see with just one tree sticking up. I'm like, Glom, you gotta claim that tree. You gotta throw, what did I say, throw a life vest up there? Yeah. I was like, throw a life vest and claim that tree. So he climbed to the top of the tree, put a life vest on it, and we just took off on the airboat and left him out on the tree for three hours. <laughs> and the tree's covered in sap that the guy told us you can't get off for four days. Yeah, so yeah. Matter what you do. do you remember the name of the tree? No. Specific name, but but he said that the sap, like the 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 sap on the tree, you cannot get off for four days, and it reeks too. A cypress tree. That's what a cypress. Yeah. That's it. That's right. So so Glam got so hungry that he actually thought, well, maybe these were nice like fruit nuts, and he bit, he bit the tree sap that doesn't come off for four days, and it was just drenched in his teeth and mouth and gums. What a dick. This is the funniest part about it all. The way the sun was facing and the way Glom was planted, he couldn't move from the tree because he was just on one branch. He was sunburned to hell on his left side and the other side was just pale as shit. <laughs> and there were alligators eyeing him up the whole time. He looked so goofy out there. Oh, that was the best. God, oh, how bad that would suck. He had alligators just eyeing him up about to eat his ass. Couldn't wait for him to fall. As soon as he was about to fall out of that tree, you just got eaten up by alligators, and there was no boat in sight. <laughs> we just left him there for three hours. So is that um, is that a good retort for the bullfrog? I think the bullfrogs were worse, man, because like those slimy like living creatures laying on your face while you're sleeping, like. Yeah, but there's no risk of your ankle getting bit off by an alligator. There's no risk of really and it just uh, but he was seven feet up. Yeah, but those frogs are big as a baseball glove. <laughs> I know. Huge. I, I, I'm feeling raggy. I think. All right, frog, let's take frog is gross. All right. What would you rather have? To be on a tree in the middle of nowhere for three hours, or have bullfrogs land on you while you're sleeping? I'll definitely take the tree. What would you take, Rad? I take bullfrogs. It, it, dude, if you're in the middle of a tree, what if you don't hang on and the gators just get you? Yeah, but what if you got a hoppy bullfrog slimy piss all you over? You can wipe it off as quick as possible, but if you're in a tree for like four hours, what if you just, just yeah. don't feel like holding on anymore? You're screwed. What's yeah. You know, Vac. I take the bullfrogs because I know I'll be safe shortly after. Oh, we got a lousy two against two. I thought the bullfrogs were way worse. No, here's why you take the tree. <laughs> you take the tree because the damn tree is like an epoxy tree. You can't fall out even if you wanted to. You're covered in sap. You couldn't even jump out of the tree. Okay. You're, you're at a point. I co-sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> the drugs messed my mind up, so I'm confused right now. <laughs> Man, if only we could take phone calls right now, but 877-PORNBAG will be up next week. So uh, We need help here, guys. Yeah, we need help on this one. We'll be asking you next week, but for now we're going to play a song from a band called Negative, and they're from Finland. This is a song called Moment of Our Love from an album War of Love. This is Radio Bam on Sirius Faction 28. Nature of this Radio Bam is not for adults. Say hello to everyone. Hello to everyone. Good <laughs> dog. Yeah, what's up, everyone? I didn't know you were recording this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. It's on the radio channel now. Nah. Yeah. 
fucking kidding me. Can't say that. I'm sorry. Serious 28 fashion. All right, that was negative on Radio Bam, and the song is called Moment of Our Love. And here we are in Texas with Rab himself, Heroin Novak, and Brandon D. Camello filming the Viva La Bam show on the set on a bayou. And uh, we were just talking about bullfrogs and how. Glom dumped a bucket of bullfrogs that weigh about one pound on my face while I was sleeping because I left him on a tree in the swamp in the middle of nowhere. So uh, we have Ray Yan on the line over here, <laughs> and uh, we're going to figure out what he thinks is worse. Yo, Rake. Yo, what's up, guys? Where are you? Hey, I'm back in Rake. I want to go with you guys. How come you didn't come with us, man? What? Rick, you gotta calm down because you're too loud. about all that we just we just want one question from you would you rather be stuck on a tree in the middle of nowhere on a swamp uh with sap all over you that you can't get off for four days and alligators that possibly could bite you for three hours or would you rather have about 20 bullfrogs get dumped on you while you're sleeping in a tent <laughs> no there's no mustard <laughs> It's not a poison tree, it's just a bunch of sap that you can't get off for four days. And alligators. Yeah, I guess I take bullfrogs, because I just, I don't know, I, I hate to be stuck in a tree in a swamp, but there's bullfrogs jumping all around and leaping all over me. I, I, I don't know, I, I can tell I'm a teaching there, I'm saying that. What if the bullfrogs are covered in mustard? <laughs> yeah, you guys can do that, no mustard, nobody's <laughs> All right, Rake, we're through with you. We'll see you in Westchester tomorrow because uh, we're done filming this show. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say one more thing, Ben, please? What? I just want to say, uh, if there's any girls because I'm married early, my phone number is 610-4967. Please call me. I just hung up on him. But that is his real number, ladies. I don't think they could hear it because he was so damn loud. What is up with Rake? Oh, my God. Rick is worthless. I've known him for so long. If he's not in love with one guy, it's just the next. It's, it's so disappointing. <laughs> Doesn't he try to impress girls with like his uh his like science knowledge and stuff? Hey, you know the better makes pressure in Mississippi, like which is up in the southeast. Dude, Rake. I, I saw I saw Rake at the bar at 15 North totally ruin it with a girl. Like, she was like, I want to take you home now and have sex with you. And he was like, well, babe, you know the barometric temperature is uh, blah, 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 blah. And he pulled all the science on her. And she was like, what are you talking about? She, she dodged it and left. No, the thing is, you think he's trying to steal the girls, but really he knows that guys follow girls. So he tries to talk and get all the girls around him, and then he can sneak peeks at guys all night. And his phone number is <laughs> <laughs> 610-496-7000. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when we were on City Walk the one night, he goes, Yo, uh, yeah, babe, like, I used to dream about you in high school. I know! <laughs> no, no, no! Right, okay. 
Frank was like, I got a date tonight. And I'm like, oh, congratulations. Like, yeah, but uh, she's bringing company. I'm like, oh, she's bringing like a pretty ugly girlfriend or something? He's like, nah, she's bringing a boyfriend. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? That's not company. That's her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> too, to make it worse. So when me and Rake lived together, he brought a girl and her no. brother home. Or her, no, it was her ex-boyfriend, and the guy didn't mind. He just wanted to come over. Ray's trying to get on the girl, so I, I I took one for the team, and I just talked to this guy for like three hours. I wake up in the morning, the guy is still there, the girl is gone, and he's writing a note saying, thanks for letting me hang out all night. The girl took off, and the guy slept over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this girl's like, I'm bringing this girl out tonight, man. She got baggage. Well, what do you mean by baggage? Like, That's what he said. Yeah, she's got she's got a bunch of like drama bringing it. Nah, she's got a, like a boyfriend. I remember that. That's not baggage. Yeah. <laughs> That's not baggage. I remember he said that. He's like he's like yeah, I got a date tonight. I'm like congratulations. Like, yeah, she's bringing baggage. I'm like what's that supposed to mean? Like she's bringing her boyfriend. Like boyfriend? Why don't you call it off then? Why why even try? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. The thing is, she knows she wants me, man. He knows she wants me. That's why she's there, dude. Because prove to him that she wants me. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, we had great plans that night, but we called it off because we knew this was going to be way more interesting than anything we could ever do. We were in Los Angeles, and we had plans to go out to the major bars in Sunset, but we called it all off just to see Rake hang out with this girl with her boyfriend because it, we knew that it would be way more comedy than anything could ever possibly be. And it definitely was. Oh, my God. We got Joe Franz here now, so we're going to take a break. And right now, we're going to be listening to the Fireball Ministry. They're from Hollywood. And this song is called King. We're going hot right now. Oh, oh, stop. Come on for your life. Look what we found in Don Vito's ass. This is Radio Bam, baby. On Faction 28. We're sitting here with Bam Margera. I'm Brandon DiCamello. Brandon Novak. Rab himself. And, oh, what a delight to have, uh... Faggot Joe Franz joining us. I'm sorry, I had to say that, but God knows. No, it's cool. I co-side. Let me tell you who Joe Franz is. Joe Franz, um... Don't do this to me. No do. He, uh, he produced the movie Haggard and uh, all the him videos, and uh, we're doing a 69 Oz video together, and he also films for the show Viva La Bam. So. And, I, and I'm here tonight because they're going to make fun of my white trash girlfriend. Oh, my God, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Oh, man. I was going to wait, but let's get to that now. You can only do it once, but... Let me just say... Let me just say that we're in New York. Oh, my God. Could have been the best night of my life, but what happened really, man? Let me tell you. Okay, we're at a hymn concert at Irving Plaza. Sold out. It has the potential to be the best night of Joe's life. And my girlfriend is going to come in town to surprise me. Oh, you didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, she just came up to surprise him, and it turned out to be so worthless and negative. Oh, you were dodging her the whole night, and that was the best night of your life, wasn't it? Dodging her, the, best part. The best part I had of the entire night was the 15 minutes I dodged my girlfriend successfully. And I watched her walk back and forth looking for me with this face. Like, Where the fuck is my boyfriend? <laughs> All right, if you guys didn't know, she's a smoker from, from, from Jersey. She's a what? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. We were just wondering why you were running around the club frantic saying, What the fuck? Where is my boyfriend? I'm in New York. I want a cigarette. What the fuck? Oh, shut up. Please explain. I just took a mean dump, you fucker. <laughs> Please explain to these guys why you're the laughing stock of all my friends. Well, unfortunately, you've, you've been the, the point of uh, laughter on serious radio here for the past ten minutes. Please, extrapolate. She punched Roger in the face. Why did you punch my friend Roger in the face? Because we all know I how... Pardon? I did not punch him in the face. Because we, we all know how well that goes over when you show up drunk at a club where I'm trying to hang out, don't we? What did your psychiatrist say about all this for the two-hour session? You're an asshole. What did the psychiatrist say, woman? Answer me. You're just keeping that guy paid, aren't you? Hello? <laughs> okay. Call it. Okay. Call it. So I'm gonna call you later, maybe. But uh, any departing words, Laura? Um, I hate you all. <laughs> Say it one more time, Laura. Where is that motherfucker? Give us one last motherfucker. Departing words. Where the fuck is my boyfriend? Where the fuck is my boyfriend? <laughs> Everybody, that's what I have to deal with every day in my whole life. Every time I try to go out and have fun, this is what I have to deal with. Now, oh my I, now, God. I came to New York to see you so we could have 30 cents in the hotel room. No, you came to. Then in the night, and you were just needing to be all night. You should have just said it like it was the boys' night. But what was it really, Monster Magnet and Universal and Atlantic are all there, and like you're hanging all over me, and you walked away. Someone from Atlantic, someone from Atlantic Records, literally said as you walked away, "Who is that white trash roar?" <laughs> now, what's going on there? I'm a white trash roar. I can't help it. All right, Lara, uh, we gotta go. <laughs> but you have. You have, you have uh, five seconds to give us a plug. For what? A plug plug. No, all right, <laughs> we gotta go. Okay. Any departing words? Yeah, fuck off. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, -bye. Uh, what do oh, I do? She was <laughs> oh, she Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could have been the most uncomfortable situation ever. I couldn't even speak. As you noticed, I didn't say a word that whole time because I was just so uncomfortable. <laughs> you really told her though. Isn't it so rude to just do it straight from the air? Damn. Um, is is it legal to commit suicide on the air? <laughs> and there you are, ladies and gentlemen, the smoker from New Jersey. And if there's any hot milfs out there, uh, you can reach me at uh, this hotel. Where are we? Oh, no. oh. Ron, you better be oh, oh, that's her now. Oh, 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 here we go. Here it is. Call back right here. You missed it, you. Call her back. Okay, wait, 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 wait. She's gonna call back. Fran, you better be making me some smoke money, you motherfucker. Smoke money. Hello. Yo, what's going on, babe? Are you alone? Yeah. What's going on? I'm in the bathroom. 
Uh, well, I mean, we're on the radio, but I'm in the bathroom alone. What's going on? We're on the radio? Yeah, but who cares? This is serious radio. Why would you do that? Well, do what? Why would you do that? Baby, why did you ruin my good time in New York? Why did you why, specifically why come? Why were you so mean to me? Oh, my God. Yo, that was the most embarrassing night of my entire life. It was horrible. I was not laying around saying, where the fuck is my boyfriend? The fuck yeah, you are, woman. Dude, all my friends are like, who was that girl? And like, why were you letting her hang all over you when you could have been having fun? And I was like, the fuck is my boyfriend? I went to take a piss and I come back and he's fucking gone. What the fuck? <laughs> I did not say that. Well, dude, well, you didn't. Dude, I did not say that. That motherfucker better be filming the millionaire because I need goddamn smoke money. What the fuck? <laughs> no, seriously, what? How could you do that? And then the next morning at the hotel room, what did you say? Oh, that was the best night of my entire life. That was the best night of your entire life? That was the best night of your entire life! Oh my god! What a horrible life you must lead, young lady. Oh my god! How did it end up like this? I did not say that. You're full of shit. And all my friends in Philly are saying that the only reason you went there in the first place was to check up on me to see I wasn't cheating on you. Which I don't get. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. Nobody in fucking Philly don't even do all this stuff. Oh, really? Oh my god, I think I got it really going now. What? I did not come to ruin your good time on purpose. Well then, I don't understand why you're running around the club slapping my friends in the face. Making out with me when big important people, far more important than I, are trying to have a conversation with me. Smoking under the table. Okay? Like, like, you, like, literally repelling my friends, like, off. Like, like, you know, this mosquito repellent off? You're a yeah, big yeah. can of off, and all my friends are mosquitoes. <laughs> I didn't talk to one of my friends, and then, then the 15 minutes of the night, I was able to escape you. I, I have to deal with, like, you badgering my friends, finally, for the first time of the night, talking to them. Where the fuck is my boyfriend? <laughs> now, Lars, seriously, how did it end up like this? How did we get to this point in our relationship? Say something. Hey, you know what? I take the blame for acting like stupid, but I didn't scream about where's my fucking boyfriend all night. Well, then how come all my friends are I mad at me? I wasn't mad. I just didn't know where you were, first of all. And then you thought I was mad at you for talking to girls. I didn't even see you talking to any girl. So you didn't see me getting that blowjob in the corner? No, I'm only kidding. I really didn't. <laughs> Time That's out. G told you, and you believed him. Time out. Heroin Novak. Heroin Novak heard one thing and one thing only. Where the fuck is my boyfriend? He better be filming the millionaire because I need smoke money. What the fuck? I'm in New York. I need a syrup. God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, like, do you think that helps my career? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be all supportive, and you're supposed to be wanting to move in with me and everything. Like, you really think that helps me? Hello? No. No, I don't. Oh, you thought that was good, what you did. Now tell D. Camilla you're sorry. I am sorry, Camilla, D. Camilla. <laughs> now tell Bam you're sorry. I'm sorry, Bam. Rab? Well, I should let my boy hang out with the boys and leave him the fuck alone. So you're not really sorry to rap, huh? Yeah, so you're not... And, 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 and for the love of fuck's sake, apologize to Roger. You punched him in the face. I didn't punch him. I slapped him. It was a nice slap. You think my friends like it when you're mean enough to slap them, woman? I didn't 
Hey Laura. <laughs> hey Laura, the first time I ever met you, you punched me in my balls five times. The what? Yeah. I didn't punch you in your balls. Yeah, you did. Come on, we were at Firewaters. Oh, you punched yeah. my balls five times. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even get up. You just smashed my left nut off my right leg, and it was just not good. <laughs> she says, oh, you yeah. punched my boyfriend in the balls. Yeah, Rab, Rab, you did punch me in the You're balls. You're full of first. shit. I did that after the fact. <laughs> you did. You really did. You punched no, me in the balls. No, you did it first. No. In all fairness to Laura, yeah, but that's I didn't the one even know you. Hey, why, hey, why, why didn't Franz hit me back? I didn't even know you. He just came right in and hit my balls. She thinks, see, see, my girlfriend has this problem. Whenever she's around my friends, she wants to be the center of attention. Even if that attention is negative attention, you know? Like, she doesn't understand the difference between positive attention and negative attention. And she's never happy with just chilling in the background, just fucking chilling with me, being my girl. No, she has to be in front of me. She has to be the front man in front of all my friends. Laura, tell these guys you're sorry. I'm sorry. And I honestly am. And apologize uh, on behalf of us to the city of New York for ruining their good time, too. <laughs> That's a smoker's laugh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Apologize to the band Him for ruining their good time at their own show. The best band ever. Yo, okay, it's the middle of my favorite song. It's like in the middle of Sacrament, my favorite song ever. I'm like, oh, God, like, thank God, like, they're finally playing my favorite song. Like, Laura, shut up for three seconds. And then I gotta hear, you don't trust me, do you? <laughs> You know, you have serious trust issues. And I'm like, baby, my favorite band's playing my favorite song. Let's not talk about trust issues. Can't this wait for after the concert? Sorry. Really. Where are you right now? Sorry. Why aren't you working? We gotta wrap this Why? up. Yeah, yeah, very briefly. It's the end of the night. I got a couple tables left. She's fucking somebody mind. else. Ask her to smoke a cigarette. How many days have you stopped tonight, lady? Is she oh, tonight? fuck you. Is she smoking right now? That means it doesn't. What? <laughs> She's smoking right now. Okay, okay, we gotta wrap it up. Say goodbye. What's she say? I am. Okay, we gotta go. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Later. Bye, Laura. Yeah, motherfucker. Give me smoke money for when you get. Buzz, we'll hang. 610, area code. 610. And in the meantime, I'm going to wrap this up and say goodbye to everybody because we are in Texas on a bayou and I need to hear CKY escape from Hellview because this place is hell and I need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> on Radio Bam Series 28 Faction. That's Radio Bam for this week. We're done. Tune in next week for more. You can leave now. It's Radio Bam. Radio Bam every Monday, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Email me now at Radio Bam. Why don't you uh, take a picture of your sweet white ass and send it on over to Radio Bam at Sirius-Radio.com. Call Radio Bam at 877-PORNBAG. That's 877-PORNBAG. Wow. Sweet dreams, Peapod. Bye, everybody. See you next week. On Sirius 28 Faction. Later. Shut up.